Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with me, Ash Borland. And today we have an epic guest for you. This guest is a guy named Chris Target. You might have known him. He is the man behind Social for Brokers. And we're really lucky because Chris breaks down what makes a good social media post when it comes to colors and graphics and how people respond. He breaks it down for us in this episode. So it's definitely not one to miss out. Hello, 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 Chris. Welcome to the show. How are we doing? How are we doing? Mate, I'm so excited to have you on the show. You're just so much more professional than when we last when we last spoke. When I last spoke to you, you were I was in my dining room. Yep. And I don't know where you were, but we were definitely not in the scenarios we're in now. <laughs> I was on my desk was a fold-out leaf table that was given from my grandma to my mum and dad that was in the third bedroom because I'd just sold my house and had to move back with my mum and dad for a bit. Um, <laughs> and I was working off that table with one little laptop screen. So that was the last time we spoke. You were just putting an office in the bottom of the garden. Yeah. And you just said you had a little one on the way. So you were like, yeah. you, you kind of, I'd say you went grey, but I think that's probably why you shaved your head, to be fair. Exactly. I've got no hair now since we last spoke as well. That's the other problem, you know, with, with the idea of it. It's mad. I'm so excited, though, to having the show because so much has changed um, yeah. for you, you know, like, and there's lots changed for me as well. We were just chatting off air for literally half an hour before. But for you specifically, this, this, there's so much has kind of, it just seems to me like you've evolved, it's changed. You're social for brokers, you've got like fancy plaques on the wall, you've got people working for you. You know, I can't speak to an advisor now without someone mentioning your name, which is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. And I love it because what you do is, um, I feel, and people are going to shoot me down here. I don't care. It's my show. Get lost if you find it. But, you know, you're one of the, you're one, you do something very specific and unique to the industry because you are a very much in this graphic design um, kind of, yeah, graphic design space in the mm. broker space, which is so unique when everybody else, like people like myself, are like, video, video, video. It's really lovely to have someone who is on the other side going, no, this is how you make great content. And I can spot your content a mile off because it's always high quality. I'm always like, definitely <laughs> using <it>. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'll give you a bit of the background into how I got into it and yeah, why I do. do this now because I love design. Ever since I was a kid, I would much rather have a bit of paper and a pen than watch TV just always like I was rubbish at drawing like I love watching people on LinkedIn doing all these sketches on Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop but I'm not a drawer but when it comes to computer and design and photos and colors and everything I absolutely love it so I was an estate agent for for six years and um, got speaking to a lot of the mortgage brokers in the industry and they didn't have the time or the creativity to be able to create these posts very good at what they do in, in being a mortgage advisor, know which lender to go to with the right criteria and, and who to place and how to use certain benefits to help your mortgage application. But when it comes to what do I post this week on social media, they didn't have a clue. That's where I started to help some local mortgage brokers <clears throat> um, and take it off their hands, really. And I loved it. Like I would sit up till midnight, headphones on, designing absolutely loved it and just growing from there people knew what i did um and it's more the ideas than anything people will sit there and think how i know no we'll get into this but what do i post about that's exactly what we take off our hands and we brand them for them as well so uh yeah love absolutely love what i do and i've been doing it for the last 18 months i still feel that 
my old boss is going to phone me back up and say, uh, COVID's gone now. We need you to come back into the estate agents and work. I, st- I still feel that call's coming because this isn't this isn't work to me. It's weird. I love it though because it's I being around and talking to people who wake up every day and love what they do, especially in a creative environment. Um, it just gives me oxygen. So it's amazing to hear. The thing that I'm very interested with to talk about with yourself, how important do you think your background in property, in understanding that world, has helped you stand out? Because there are, don't get me wrong, there are, and like me and you, there's loads, of, there's lots of people who do what me and you do. We do different things, but there are people out there. But it's the thing that I find very unique about you is that you're from that you just said, you know, the estate agency world, you've known brokers, you know the language. How important do you think that's been for you to be successful in what you do? So much more than I actually realized. I I kind of got imposter syndrome at the beginning. I'm texting people these ideas of the posts I'm going to create. And I'm thinking, doesn't everyone know this? Why, why, why are they coming to me? And then actually going through it, seeing brokers that have come to me and they've maybe hired a marketing team to do their stuff. They've said to me, we spent the first two months teaching them how mortgages worked. And that's no fault of the marketing team whatsoever. It's just not their specialist area. So it is very important. And that's why um, when Sophie came to work with me, so Sophie, I used to work with her in a state agency. It was so important for me to have somebody on the team that gets property. It's so, so important because you can mortgages it's a very compliant area so you need to be careful with your wording but secondly mortgages are boring you need to try and make them exciting for people so instead of talking to them we could remortgage and you could save some money no right what's that money going to get them is it going to get them the beautiful office at the bottom of the garden when you set up your own podcast channel and end up like ash is it a brand (laughs) new kitchen because you've been watching the bake off this week and let's get you a brand new kitchen it's selling the emotion rather than just selling them the mortgage. And I think that's from my estate agency background as well. Oh, definitely. Like I was, uh, people who don't know this already, they know like I'm the producer for the Mortgage Broker Broadcast. So I was editing your episode with Craig and um, I was listening to it. And and that that was one of the main reasons why I reached out to you because I was, obviously I know you and I was like, I have to have in the show because I was editing it and I was loving how you talking about like that you would post around the fact that you like tea and that you would, so I've just made a brew and this is what I've been doing. And you share it out. And I, th- I thought, oh, this guy nails this on uh, this idea of connection. Um, mm-hmm. So something, and we're going to really deep into this type of stuff, but you talk a lot, you talk a lot about when we're off air about brand colors, your, your mm-hmm. colors, your social colors. What is this? What is this? I mean, I think I know, okay. I know what you mean, but I want to know for my listeners, this is something that you're talking about that is kind of sounds very unique to a social for brokers kind of terminology. What are you talking about when you're talking about owning your own colours? So I'm always big on this and I'm probably going to try and get the hashtag of own your colour or ownyourcolour.com. I'm definitely looking into that. Hopefully this isn't released before I try and secure the domain name. Well, you better get it done before. <laughs> so perfect analogy. If you saw somebody walking down the road with a bag of shopping and that carrier bag was orange, which supermarket did they go to? Sainsbury's. There you go. Simple as that. You see a blue and white striped one. Which one did they go to? Asco's. Oh, green, Asda. And this is the thing. Now, I'm not saying that as a mortgage broker, you need to own that colour nationally, which those supermarkets do. 
But locally, especially with social media, and I always refer to Facebook because it's, I find, I call it the community-led platform. I think it's the best platform, by the way. Just to, to echo what you say there, I was just chatting to a broker before I was called. I think Facebook is the best platform for mortgage brokers to utilize their social media strategy. So yeah. I think you're spot on where you're going to go down. I think the other platforms, Instagram and LinkedIn and TikTok, let's just, I've had a TikTok people on here, so it's different. But the, but the best one, I think, community led content is community. Is yeah. And let me, I did a little bit of um, a story on my Instagram the other day. If you think of your social media channel, so say if we say Facebook as a little mini town, and the people walking around that town are your audience, as they're walking around the town, they're going to see billboards. And those billboards are social media posts. So if you think that person walks past 10 billboards during the day, four of them might be your billboards and six are other local businesses. Now, as they walk past it, they're going to take in your colour, your branding, your message and your images. So they, you'd never go past a billboard and see a rubbish photo. It's always going to be high quality. So you need to make sure they want to see your logo to make sure your logo's on there and that you're using consistent colours. So they walk past the first one. So say if we say social brokers and it's orange and orange and blue. Walk past the next one. Oh, social brokers again, orange and blue. By the time they get to that third one, they wouldn't even have to look at your logo. They will notice the orange and blue and think that's social for brokers. That's my first point. Second point is you think about it in daily life. Those people aren't going to sit there and take a selfie with your billboard. They're not going to send a photo of it and share it with their friends. That doesn't mean that they haven't taken in your content there. So a lot of people are hung up on like, sharing and comment. And yes, there are areas for that type of content, that engaging content. But you don't realize how powerful it is to be consistent with your colors, your branding and your message. I just wanted to quickly interrupt the show. I'm actually a big fan of Instagram and some of you will know this already. So if you are not following me on Instagram yet, please do. If you're a broker, follow me. It's at Ash and drop me a direct message. Tell me that you like the show. I mean, even just screenshot this and tag me into a stories and I'll give you a shout out and I'll follow you back because I love Instagram. I love to see what you guys are up to. I love to um, share extra content on there that's not inside these podcasts. And I, I do a lot on Instagram. So go and check out the Instagram there at Ash Borland. The link again is in the show notes. Now let's get back into the podcast. Like the, my brain is bouncing around because um, we're so... I want to make sure I keep it relevant to the brokers instead of me talking about other stuff outside of different industries I work in because I make sure, but I love that. I want to ask you a question. I completely agree. Couldn't agree more, actually. Um, I always say to people <laughs> that no one actually is watching your videos, even though I'm a big believer in video. No one is watching your video. No one is reading your post. No one is actually looking at your image. They are taking in at a glance what it is and then scrolling past. And what you're just saying there, which I love, is that walking around on a billboard that's this idea of you're just wanting people to go, oh, that's another social progress post, not going, oh, what's that about? It's like, that's another one. That's another one. That's another one. Because when I need to get my social media, like my, my content created, I'm going, oh, well, Chris is the only guy I'm going to go to because that that's the person. So I want to ask you a question. Right. When it comes to photos, 
Mm-hmm. You talk about images, high quality photos. Where do you sit on photos of? And I won't tell you where I sit until you tell me where you sit. And I know, but where do you sit with photos of the advisor versus photos from, for example, stock images that, in my opinion, should be, let's say, in a good way, are altered and changed and backgrounds removed and put onto your colors? Where do you sit? What is what is better, the photo of the broker or the photo of a stock image? in the post right if somebody when i start working with them if they could send me a bank of a hundred headshots i'd love to put those on because you're building your personal brand as a mortgage broker i'm not saying there's not a place for the stock images because a photo of john smith and we're talking about a beautiful kitchen not really going to match but if we can have a mix of now this is where when i speak to my brokers I like to create three high-quality images and then say to them, if you can upload twice during the week of personal posts, so it's a photo, it's a selfie of you, it's a photo of your cup of tea at the desk, it's a photo of your office, we're hitting all avenues then. We're talking about business. We're maybe doing a non-business post like um, a happy Christmas remember and Sunday kind of post. And then we're doing a post about remortgages. So it is having that mix. I would say you need a mix of them but I love it when brokers send me photos of themselves because that's who I'm selling, essentially. I, I love doing meet the team posts. No word of a lie. If I do a post about um, uh, one of the brokers I did one last week and it was the, the two ladies who were the directors, photos of them, and it was talking about um, why they set the business up. That got loads of interaction because it's their faces. It doesn't mean that the next one should be that because people are going to get fed up with it. It should be then a business post. Now I get to hear your answer. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's good. No, I agree. No, so the reason why I asked this is I got, and, and there's a clip going around from the very first episode with me and Alex Kurtz talking about this. Mm-hmm. Because as me and you were saying off air, I, I, um, this last year I, I stumbled into a community of YouTubers that I never intended to, to be with. And these guys were, are like top end, the best in the business really of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they took me to task <laughs> as right. a, my personal branding thing and it was really interesting because from they were talking about thumbnails and that's why i wanted to ask you this because because this is your realm you know you are the the graphic designer in my mind when i think which is by the way guys an amazing example of what he's talking about is this idea go, yeah. of if i think of social media content that needs to be graphic led and artistically designed there's only you that I can think of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's an example of how powerful that is. But one of the things that these guys were saying on the, on, when I was chatting to them was you need to build your personal brand by, um, yes, you should, you know, have some photos that show yourself and things like that. They were like, but the problem that most content creators are making in the YouTube space and this is why it's interesting for a broker. And you, t- I want to ask your take on this. They were like, the problem is too many people are putting their face on things and you kind of talk about the kitchen, putting their face on everything mm. when actually they were like, you know, for example, my podcast channel is my YouTube channel is all about podcasting. Nobody cares about a bald guy with a beard going, pointing to, to something when they're searching, should I start a podcast or a YouTube channel? What they really want to see is a microphone and a video camera showing, yeah. you know, you think, go and yeah. then saying verses or something where it's like showing exactly what it's about visual representation of what the post is about. And, um, they were, it just blew my mind with it because I'd come from a personal brand perspective where everyone was like, yeah. put your face on everything. And these guys were like, you'll get more interaction. Not, 
more not interaction sorry more conversion so you know what you're talking about like more people are gonna actually consume it who need to consume it if the image talks to them and that's how you said that because the image the image has to talk to them so you've got to sit there this is a tip for anybody that is doing their own social media posts you've got to sit there let's say we're doing a post about uh, the base rate is staying at 0.1 percent um um that might might be changing but it on that post people might want to see a photo of you because you're giving your opinion on it Okay, but then the next post, we're going to be doing a post about, right, your remortgage is up in the next six months. So we're talking about 2022. So let's think about what can we do in 2022? Now, we've done some research and we found that um, a percentage, a high percentage of people have sorted their holiday already for next year. But what percentage of people have sorted their mortgage? So in my head, then I'm thinking, well, what I always do is try and create content that when you're scrolling, yes, they see your branding and, and your colors and everything. But when they're scrolling, they think, why is a mortgage advisor uploading this? And in my head, it might be a photo of a bloke with a beer by the pool or somebody drinking a cocktail by the pool. What, why is a mortgage broker uploading a photo of somebody on a unicorn lilo? And that's when you can grab their attention. I spend, I would probably say when I'm creating the post, 70 to 80 percent of the time scrolling through photos trying to find the perfect one i'll sometimes put a photo on and go that just doesn't fit there's not enough white space at the top left to put the text in i need to cut that out and it's all about the image for me i want people to scroll through and go why is a mortgage advisor like i uploaded a photo of a frog and it was kind of look have you landed your new pad but a really ugly frog that would catch somebody's attention love it it's it's pattern. It's the reason I've, I've got a little note, notepad because I write. Reason why is I write stuff down because me you'll say a million things and I'm like that's great, that's great. And I'm like I want to make sure that I write the one I want to go down because. But you talk about pattern interrupts, and that's the thing I'm really a big fan of. Is if you know with video content, in all content is this idea of pattern interrupts. You've got to stop them. And mm, um, yeah. if you watch someone like Mr Beast on YouTube, he talks about this all the time. Where with I was I was one of my clients. I got them to watch Mr Beast for video, and they said. Tell me how many times something happens on that screen in the first 12 seconds. It's like 110 times something new has happened. I mean, he's obviously been saying, but what he's showing is I said, now I'm not telling you to be Mr. Beast as I'm not telling you to be Mr. Beast. What I'm telling you is that type, that's the reason why he's the best is because he's, he is consistently taking you from one thing to the next. And I love what you're saying there about, this idea of the frog or this idea of what is the research. And this is what I want the listeners to understand is throwing up a photo of a guy unboxing a removal box and going, we've got new rate isn't going to work. Chris is just, it's just just not going to work. It's terrible. What Chris has just highlighted there is it just shows the pure genius behind it is this Mm. idea of like, if you're knowing that research says people are buying their holiday, but they're not buying their mortgage. They're not looking after their mortgage then a guy holding a beer could stop that person who's bought the holiday and then get them to think about it. And you're anchoring it to something they've already done. It's pure genius. And that's why people should work with you. <laughs> that's a, thank you. That, I, I just, I just think, well, what would I want to say? And talking about images guys, cause I don't want to get anybody in trouble here. Don't just go onto Google and search man with beer because the images <laughs> on Google are going to be copyrighted and you can, I have heard of people in the past years and years ago, and they can come after you because it's a copyrighted image. Mm. Um, 
So always use websites kind of like Pixabay or Pexels or use something like FreePick where you pay um, a monthly subscription to use the images or Adobe Stock. But just make sure you use the right images. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. That's um, what Canva, haven't you? Canva's got more built in there as well. I mean, yeah, it's so not as many, but... So what Canva's got is they've got access to the likes of Pixabay Pexels and everything, yeah. and they're imported. So uh, you can get those in without going to the websites, but just a few examples. But, yeah, it's, for me, it's all about using, I mean, the perfect, not the perfect image, but the image that I always saw, and this is why I got into this business, is I would say nine out of ten mortgage brokers uploaded the photo of the AstroTurf with the wooden house on it going, you need to review your mortgage. It's just not inspiring. Yeah. You need to do something different. You have to do something different. And this is an issue that is, I think is facing the mortgage market. Great, great segue to the title, but the mortgage market, this is the mortgage marketing problem right now. Be interesting to hear your take. This is something I really feel is, um, and you know, people like me, to be fair, people like me um, and people like Gary Das are people to blame in this scenario. I, I'm happy to do that. Gary's on the show and me and Gary is that, and and you know what you'll fall and fall in line with this now is as you start as things start to work because no one's doing it more mm. people do it and because more people do it it now stops working because it's yeah. because and this is something I've spoke to Gary about this before with myself is the content I made when I was a broker when I was doing videos would not work now because it's the it's the you know the the, the daily tips fixed rate videos and all this, like none of, you know, like those jargon busters, but I don't know how you feel about this. Do you see that, that kind of, that there's a lot of repetition of what I would call, and I'm going to just say it as shit content. You know, this idea of like repetition of stuff that you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Do you, do you see yeah. this happening a lot? Um, I do with articles, news articles, a lot of a lot of people when I started working with them last year, especially with COVID, mortgage payment holidays, interest rates, everything like that. There was so much news out there. So what a lot of mortgage brokers would do would just copy and paste the link because it's a quick way to update my page. That I still see that a bit. Now more so I'm seeing <clears throat> people are they're trying to sell. So they're trying yeah. to say to people, look, review your mortgage now, Give us, come to us, review your mortgage. Well, no, you need to give them something to do that and to, to give something. It might just be a funny image or an image that catches their eye. You don't always have to necessarily give them something value in terms of you talking about a mortgage. You could give them value that they see a nice image and they like the look of your branding. That's what you could give them. And they're much more likely to use you than John Smith Mortgages down the road that have been telling you to book your mortgage review 20 times over the last month. Yes. Nobody likes being sold to. It's, I tell you, a great person, you can speak to him, Sam Norris, um, on Instagram, huge on Instagram. And his philosophy is that he always adds value. He never sells. Yeah. And he did a few, a few months ago, he released a post saying, I might have to do some sales posts because somebody actually came up to me and said, can you recommend a mortgage broker? And it's like, I am a mortgage broker. He's just giving that much value. He's not. To, he didn't tell people what he does for for work, but always try and add value. And it might be yes, you are adding value in this. In the like, we did some research today, and I think it was forty nine percent of people have never remortgaged. And one of the reasons they don't is because they don't understand what SVR and LTV means. So when that paperwork comes through, 
when they say SVR, well, what is that? We'll just chuck it in a drawer. So we're going to do a series of posts around, right, what does SVR and LTV mean? Yeah. We explain that and go, right, if you've seen this on your remortgage letter, get in touch. So we're adding value. Then we're doing the hook. It's it's the old Gary V, jab, 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 right hook. Try and give them value. No, I love it. No, I really do think that's a it's it's very important to to highlight because i do i do feel like this as i said that when i scroll through my feed i'm like guys this is so this is so 2018 but as awful as that sounds it is like you can't keep doing the same thing as other people and you have to kind of reinvent and keep moving and and, and looking for the for the newer places and and i'm very with you on that on the selling i see that a lot like a lot so and the final question I want to ask, because obviously I want to look short for time and stuff, but I want to make sure that um, we I get this question in is when I ask you to submit some stuff, which I very rarely look at, but some of yours are really good. And most of the time I say, can you submit three topics? Yours are very clear, very clear. One thing you said is about um, how you need to interact with your audience on social. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear what you mean by that and how, and how you would go about doing that. Okay. I mean, it sounds very daunting, doesn't it? But all I'm saying is every night, half an hour on the sofa, on your phone, reply to every single comment. If you can, where possible, try and reply with a question. So it might be somebody's, you've released a, a, a post about um, remortgaging in 2022, and somebody says, oh, we need to reach out to you. Now, you could easily just wait for them to reach out to you, or you could like the comment, comment on it, and I'm talking about the Facebook post, comment on it saying, oh, awesome, that's great. Um, if you want to send us an email or... Like, have you got any plans for next year or something like that? Try and lead with a question because you might get an answer. But also what it does is when people are scrolling through their feed, instead of seeing just one comment, they'll see two comments. People are then intrigued. I I fall into this trap. I see, oh, that post got four comments. What are people writing about? And actually, it's the owner, the post creator and somebody else. They've had a full conversation in comments and you think, I've been duped in there, but I've interacted with their content. It counts as an interaction. (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about, half an hour. But try and do it on a personal view. What I And this is the reason why I don't do full management for people. So what I do is I create 12 posts a month that get scheduled to their channels. I then don't like logging into them and replying to their customers or consumers because it's not genuine. I want... Mary Smith to go onto her page and reply to these people because they're local people. They're people that might be in the village that she passed in the butchers the other day and was chatting away to her. And then I jump on and go, thank you, Mary. We will be in touch. Mary sat there thinking, I spoke to, I spoke to so-and-so the other day for half an hour. That's a bit. I've had that. Have you? I had that happen to me for somebody just to give that um, context. I'm looking at time to make sure he's not your after. I'm just going to quickly go with this one because good, because I had that and I want to share that story because you'll do this because it's real and people don't. I had a guy came onto my show. I'm not going to give his name out. He's not someone you guys would know in the mortgage space. He's not, he's not, he's, he's in the marketing space. I, this guy was back and forth with me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. um, on his, in the chat message me. Funny enough, um, and and his name was Chris. So I'll use that. It's not you, but it wasn't you. It was called Chris, and he was like, "Okay, um, hi Ash, like what you're doing, blah blah blah." And 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 I was I, I was just chatting with him, and um, anyway, he was booked to come onto my podcast. And but when I reached, it wasn't at the time. We're going back and forth, and I was like, "Okay, cool, that's cool." This this questions and this going back and forth in the DMs. Then when I went to, I booked him. I met, reached out to him and said, um, "To a different avenue, got introduced by someone else." Said, "Oh, I'd like to have you on my podcast." 
jumped on the call like we are now and he said oh nice to see you ash I've, I've, i don't know who you are. i've never met you before i don't know who you are and i was like all right and, I, and in my head and i was like oh cool and in my head i was thinking we had like an hour-long conversation on your d on your dms and then i thought oh and then and then i thought no it's not it's your va and your VA is trying to hit me up. And I, and it was the first time. And you know, it's really good because the guy's a lovely guy. And, and I'm sure brokers, you guys are doing it. But instantly it put me off the guy. Even though. even though, probably said, a lovely guy. <laughs> he was a lovely guy and he was great. But instantly. And, and afterwards, you know, he was talking to me about certain things and potentially like working with him and stuff. And I was like, the whole time I was just like shaking my head thinking. I was like nodding my head, but going, absolutely not. Because because <laughs> you scary. literally we asked certain things and I was like, I've literally told you about this on DMS like last week and you, yeah. and it wasn't you. So, and I think, so I, I don't know if that, that's a similar thing to what you're saying, but I think it's really, it is very being clever and it's not. No. And people could argue the fact, say to me, well, Chris, you write posts for other people. But what I don't do is I don't write posts from a personal level. I will get to know a business to understand if they're like a family orientated business or they want to be a corporate model because the wording is very different in the post and the type of images that I use are very different. Like some, some of my clients don't use, don't like me to use stock photos of families. They would rather send photos of themselves. So people could say to me, it's disingenuous you writing the post. But what I would say to them is interspersed with my business posts, because my business posts are going to be on brand for you, but interspersed do some personal posts. Yeah. Write about what you think about the base rate. Write about what you think is going to happen in 2022. But always reply to people from a personal level. That it could just ruin your brand if you if you have somebody that manages it all for you. I, I think personally, I couldn't I couldn't agree more, mate. So if people want to work with you, I want to make sure we um, get this under the 30, 30 minute mark. But if people want to work with you, they want to learn more about you. I mean, I'd highly recommend they do work with you. Then where would be the best place for them to go, mate? Just want to interrupt the show quickly to say that if you haven't already subscribed to my free, and that's right, free, it was paid, mortgage marketing blueprint, then you need to do it right now. This is a small course. It's about half an hour long, maybe 40 minutes, I always forget. But it is around that time and it is looking at four areas, that, which is the mortgage marketing, the mortgage pre-appointment, the, the mortgage follow-up, and also how you can use this to convert and get testimonials and referrals. These four stages that I used when I was a broker all hinged around modern marketing and social selling for mortgage brokers. Check it out. We've had so much success with it. Thousands of people have downloaded it. And if you are not one of those, you need to jump on it now. So make sure you download it. Link is in the show notes, or you can go to free.ashballand.com and you will get the blueprint there. So go and do it. And then I'll see you back in the show. Social media, of course. (laughs) So uh, so I'm... um, this is what I wanted to quickly touch on because I want to give as much as I can. Of course, go for it. Keep going. Instagram stories. Interact with me on Instagram stories. I try and upload as much as I can. I'm talking. I moved house yesterday. Uh, sorry, the other the other day. I uploaded photos about my move. I upload every morning before I try to upload a photo of me making a cup of tea and trying to get a sponsor from Yorkshire Tea. Now, me <laughs> talking about Yorkshire Tea got more engagement than I did about my posts trying to gain business. But people know about me then. Just try and be as personal as you can. And Instagram stories is the perfect place to do that, I find. So, yeah, Instagram is probably my, um, at the moment, what I'm focusing on. But I bloody love LinkedIn. 
like I it's it's a drug to me I have to be on it all the time I've <laughs> been off it for a week moving home been quite stressful I just haven't been on it as much and I love and this is what I always say the mortgage community I think is fantastic everybody's there to support each other I've never seen anybody bitching or moaning about each other on the mortgage community I think it's great and LinkedIn is for me, where my clients are, it's it's my place to be, and I can really niche down in my audience there. So LinkedIn or Instagram, Facebook. The great the great thing about Facebook is if you haven't downloaded it, download the Facebook Business Suite app for your phone, and it will bring the Facebook and the Instagram messages together for you. So you know when I'm talking about interacting, you can go on there and you can see all your comments from Facebook and Instagram, and you can reply to them straight off that app. That app is going to save you so much time. Um, but yeah, I'll be on Facebook as well. I love it, Chris. And so any parting comments, anything you want to like share with them before we run the outro out, anything you want to say that's like the... No, know, guys, you... pick up the phone to me. If you want to have a chat, I'm always here to have a chat. And I will be completely honest with people. I've had clients approach me before and say, I need you to do this, this and this. I will say to them, look, you're best off just doing that yourself. I don't, I don't want to take somebody on as a client when I know deep down they could probably go and do it themselves. And you could do what I do yourselves, but I spend probably the best part of 30 hours a week on Canva creating posts. So I've got that knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Anybody could set up a podcast, guys, but Ash will do it properly. Do you know what I mean? This, that's the difference you're paying for the for the expertise, really. I couldn't agree more. I mean, as I've said to you before, with with the, just as we run this out, but I, as I said, like I, the, the level, it's really interesting. I was I, I was talking about this on a live stream. You might get this now, um, but there was a live stream um, and I did on Friday when after before recording this. And um, I was saying about why someone would come to me uh, of where they didn't have to, for example. And what I was saying was people go, and I was trying to put it in the broker world. I said, brokers will sit there and they'll go, um, you know, I said, why, why would you go to a broker over, over a bank? Because the guys can do it themselves. Yeah. And there are some people, by the way, not everyone should use a broker. There are some people who, are like my dad, for example, will never use a broker. He doesn't need to. He's he's fully qualified IFA. He now retired. Why does he need a broker? He doesn't need a broker. And then people go, well, we always need No, we don't. But there are also a lot of people who do. And the reality is when I was explaining this to the, to the thing, I was like, you go to a broker. Your client goes to you because uh, guys listen to this because you save them time and money so they don't waste. So they don't, you, you stop them from wasting time and money on things that might look appealing at a glance, but actually as time goes on, they're not suitable and they don't fit the criteria you're looking for. And the problem is that is, and for some reason, brokers, you nail it. And then when it comes to social media, you go, Oh, it doesn't generate me any leads. So because it don't generate me any leads, I'm not going to do it. Hmm. And that's exactly what Chris or I will do in different ways. But it's exactly the same when you're working with a marketing consultant, any of the people who've been featured on this show, hmm. when you work with a marketing consultant, they're going to be do and, and, and someone who's an expert in that space, they are saving you time and money on things that you might think are easy to do at a glance, but actually do not fit the criteria and could not work. That's exactly yeah. what they do. And I think um, I would say this, you're the best in the game at what you do. And everyone, if you're a mortgage broker and you've got the budget to go alongside a video based like content as well, I think what you do hugely, hugely compliments anyone who works with me because they work hand in hand they do and it saves you time it yeah 
going back to you talking about like the leads and the social media, you don't sit in every mortgage appointment and say to them at the beginning, are you going to take a mortgage from me? Because otherwise I'm not doing this appointment. You never do that. Do you know what I mean? But that's the same as social media. I'm not going to put that. I will only put posts out for the next six months if I know I'm going to get free leads. Yeah. I'll be honest that's with you. What... Don't bother doing it because if you go into it with that mindset, you're always on. You're already on to a loser because what you're going to do is going to try and ram business down people's throats, yeah. and that's going to have the adverse effect. Slowly, I always say to my my customers three to six months before you see any kind of traction. And the first traction feedback I get is they will say, oh, my friends have texted me asking yeah. if I'm doing my social media posts. And that's when I know then. And I say to them, well, if your friends are saying it, let's think about what your customers are thinking. You look very professional. We, social for Brokers, we are your in-house marketing team without being in-house. Yeah. Okay. We, we can do it for you. But you don't have to hire a marketer or a graphic designer to do everything in-house, we can yeah. do it for you. I love it. And I think the thing you say about your friends then, about, as in like how your friends will say, I actually say to my clients when it comes to video stuff and you're yeah. like this, because the same thing you just said then, I said, you'll know when it's working when people start messaging you. So when, when friends and family start either messaging you, taking the piss. So Because <laughs> when they're taking the piss or they say, Oh, can you stop that? It's really annoying. I just keep getting it all the time. I said, that's when I said, that's not what it's working. I said, that's the moment. And initially with one of my clients, he was like, I get this. He said, that's the moment when you lean in. That's the moment when you double down, because that's the moment when we talk about your brand colors and the billboards where people have noticed. And when they've yeah. noticed, that means that you're going to wind them up like a fly in a room. But when they need the mortgage, you're the only person they can think of. And that's yeah. what I said to him. I was like, if you if you get that, you'll get there in about three to six months. But the real fruit comes at eight, about 18 months in, where all of a sudden you, it's like growing stuff. You've now got more leads than you need because you've pushed through. But the problem is everyone normally gives up when that when someone says, What are you doing? And especially you know I had a great thing a few years ago, um, all this looked into this self-development and everything. And they say that if somebody ridicules you, they're actually saying something that they wish they could do. Yeah, And it's, it's happening more so now that the nicer comments are coming through because of everybody being kind and, and nice to each other. But if they say to you, oh, it's really annoying, deep down they're thinking, I wish I could do that. So if anybody doing videos does get that bad feedback, just think, Actually, they think you are very brave for doing it. That's it's that's just, how my mind should. I like should. that. It's true though, and I think that's the same with all of them. I think it's the same with, with with anything. It's if you're posting a lot about something, people don't like like it, but they only don't like it because you're upsetting their status, the status quo. And I think mm -hmm. if more brokers could deal with the fact that if more brokers could understand they have to get out of obscurity, they have to become visible and stand for something, and that's going to have growing pains. If they can push past that then they become, they actually become, um, it's like a superpower. They become the, that, that they are the number one in their area because they're the only person that people can think of. I was joking about my wedding, my best man, the, the joke was, I don't know if you know, Ash is a mortgage broker. I don't know if anyone knows this at all. <laughs> I was every time, every, literally after every sentence, he'd say, this is funny. It's funny. Just in case you didn't know though, Ash does do mortgages. So if you do want to go, you can go to his Facebook or any other social media. And he'd go, 
Anyway, just so you know, and it was like because, but I was like, exactly, you're laughing, but you don't get it. You do this is the it's the joke. Everyone in that room knows I do mortgages. <laughs> How many leads did you get? That's the question. Yeah, well, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done most of them in the room. Say, I do, mate. I've got I've got a five year fix that's coming up next year. Any chance after this, you could have a chat outside. <laughs> exactly, not far off, you know. And also that people also come up to you and go, love your stuff, and I'm like, really. You've never commented, liked it, or said anything. That's oh, yeah, I watch it every day. Oh, that's so powerful. I haven't really touched on this, and I'm wary of time, but you will have people come up to you and say that kind of thing and think, yeah. well, they're not even interacted with it. But one quick story, I always talk about this, a guy called Ben Moore, who's an EXP estate agent, great guy, gets this video marketing spot on, walks into evaluation once to a house, and on the table was a coffee with two sugars and his, his, I think, Mars bar, one of his favorite chocolate bars. And he said to the woman, he was like, how do you know I'll use that? Drink that and eat that. And she said, well, I've been following you on social for six months. But she never interacted with anything that he did. And that proves exactly you don't, you don't have to interact with something to consume your content. So keep posting consistently. Make sure your brand colors are out there and make sure your logo is out there so people can't nick your stuff really. <laughs>